Good evening. Let's everybody stand. Please turn to page 306. 306. some of this study in the, in the minor prophets. And of course, the minor means they're small in size, not in, uh, not in their, their, their scripture. And then, of course, it's close, uh, still going on tonight in the book of Revelation. Got me going one end of the Bible, the other end of the Bible. Give me a lot of reading and uh, enjoy that. And so, boy, listen, uh, man, I'm getting a lot of reading in. Sweet Pea's getting up there reading with me all the time. She enjoys the Bible too. She don't really understand it much. But you enjoy being up there. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we do thank you for each one that's here. We do pray for the many needs of our people, those still in, or those uh, injured and still in the homes. Lord, you pray soon we'll see them all back in service with us. <coughs> Father, we pray you continue to meet the needs of our missionaries, our home and abroad, the evangelists. Lord, keep your hand on our militaries that guard our nation and the leaders of our nation. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's. Let's stand again. Turn to page 313. Page 313. 
If you come on down. All right, let's make a stand for our offering this evening as our men come down. And Brother Woodrum, you ask the Lord to bless the offering this evening. Man may be seated.
25, there's 25 songs on that CD. And there's two of them that have two verses. Every one of, all the others are all three verses. So the odds were not with me. <laughs> I'm not buying a lottery ticket tonight. No, not me. All right, Brother Lynn, come sing for us, please, sir. Y'all pray for me that uh, I can get through this okay. It's been a rough week with sinuses. I know everybody else is having it too with all the, you know, it's rains and rains and it dries up and everything starts floating around the air and, and uh, I struggled with what to sing. So uh, just pray the Lord will bless this. <clears throat> When the storms of life are raging, stand by me, stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. Tossing me like a ship out on the sea. Thou who rulest wind and water, stand by me. Stand by me. When I'm growing old. And feeble, stand by me, stand by me. When I'm growing old and feeble, stand by me, stand by me. When I do the best I can. My friends misunderstand Thou who never lost a battle Stand by me Stand by me Thou who never lost a battle Stand by me. Stand by me. And your answer, amen. amen. All right, get your Bible out this evening. Back in Revelation chapter 14. Revelation chapter 14. The harvest and the vintage. What to deal with? Revelation chapter 14. See, if we can get through it, I don't know if we get through it all this evening. Probably will. I'll talk fast, y'all listen fast. How's that? Revelation chapter 14, verse 1, page 1342 in the Schofield Reference Bible. Stand with us and read God's word and respect to his word this evening. Uh, the only 
of course, the book in the New Testament has to do this prophecy or prophesying. <clears throat> and I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written in their forehead. Father, I pray you bless us tonight. Lord, you meet with us. Thank you for the faithfulness of your people. Lord, we're here. We go. We love you. Desire to be fed from on high. Lord, be those who cannot be here. Lord, just pray now uh, the many needs of our nation. Pray for healing where it needs to be healing, for strength, Lord, for encouragement. For us, get all in Jesus' name. Amen. May be seated. Chapter 14 is, is, is kind of a distinct uh, part of the, of the book of Revelation. Uh, uh, we will ha- have here a one division divided into six different parts as it unfolds us and it deals with the closing of time and the end of the great tribulation and the introduction of the kingdom age there. Right. Now, it's, it's, through, it's, it's here where God has given John uh, the, 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 uh, the ability to view the future as well as us through scripture that we might uh, see uh, what occupies that last half uh, of the tribulation period. Now, the first part of uh, this is going to be verses 1 through 5, all right? And it's going to be a vision of the Lamb on Mount Zion. We just read in there. Now, now you do a lot of study with people writing about this. They say, well, Mount Zion's talking about heaven, talking about this, talking about that. But uh, that, that's not, all right? It's talking about the Lord coming back. Uh, back into Mount Zion, we go go to the, the the Mount of Olives and come back down and back to the city where he was, uh, 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 where he died and was buried and rose again and coming back again one day personally as he comes back. Now this Mount Zion, you'll find it in the Old Testament where it's a mount that David had uh, had given over to God. All right, so he wanted to, he set it apart under God. It's located in Palestine and actually located within the walls of the old, old Jerusalem itself. So the Lord Jesus Christ, here he's gathering in the, the, the Israelites that are saved to himself. Now we know we won't get into it a little bit, but we'll get later on into, remember, get over in Matthew, uh, where we get the judgment of the nations there, where he divides those, when he comes back, the sheep, the born again, for the ghost, the lost, all right? And so here again, he's setting it back up to them. And here we have 144,000 with him, and we believe these 144,000, that as the start of the tribulation that God had set apart to himself and, and given the word of God, and they're the ones that went about preaching the gospel to everybody, all nations. They're the ones that went out. That was, uh, that was God's prophets that sent out. Had 144,000 of them at this time here. Remember, they had the word of God given to them. Uh, they, he said the written in the forehead, all right? But uh, we, we think about, well, uh, uh, written his name there, but we're talking about able to understand. I would take in the word of God, all right? And uh, that's, that's what God given us. And so here again now, he talked about those that are gathered there and the Father sealed them. Uh, they did, I think, back in chapter 7. We find that next. Come on down to verse 2 a little bit. Now he said, I heard a voice from heaven. Remember this beloved John helping us on this. As the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. I heard the voice of harpers harping with their heart, boy. Now, he said, now, the, again, again, the believers, uh, uh, listen, 
remember, you, you have, you have uh, uh, back up, we have the four beasts there. Remember, we started with in Revelation. We have the 24 elders, which are the picture of all the born again from the beginning until the, until the Lord takes it out, what I call the rapture. And then remember, we had those that was under the throne uh, there. Lord, Lord, how long do you avenge our brother? And these are the martyrs that had died during the tribulation time. So these, these are the ones he's currently doing right now. Uh, they, they're going to join the heavenly host at this time. And John said, I heard a voice. That voice come from heaven. And then there were singers. And boy, you know, I, I think one thing is going to be great about heaven. A lot of things going to be great. One thing going to be great. Everybody's going to have a good voice in heaven. I mean, everybody's going to be able to sing. All right. And so, boy, listen. So here again. Uh, I can't remember the, all the old stamp quartets. Any of y'all old enough to remember stamp quartets? All right. I mean, the old bass guy, he said, boy, when you get to heaven, uh, boy, everybody's going to have a voice. Everybody's going to sing tenor. He said, I'll handle the bass. <laughs> but he didn't do that when he traveled through, boy. And so here again now, that's uh, what he said, we're going to have that, uh, that he's going to be giving us. Now look at verse 3. And they sang as it was a new song before the throne. Boy, we're going to get in a heavy choir. You know what the new song is? The song of redemption. That the world don't understand today. So you might as well, you preacher, what are we going to do? Now, I know this is the reign of the Jews he's talking about through right here. But still, listen, we're going to sing. Man, we're going to sing about how great our God is, and we're going to serve him. And so here they are, they're singing, and boy, they get that new song that's given to them. And uh, before the four be, everyone while you, I'm on television and say, oh, the new song come out. And they started that thing up. I said, well, let me change the channel. That's the dumbest song I ever heard, you know. Don't make any sense. All it has is the beat, you know. I mean, you, you can't understand the words. Did you hear it? Well, I get the beat. But I couldn't understand what they're saying, all right. And so this, this is a song where you're going to be able to understand the, the redeemed. Now, lost men don't understand it. And that's a man receiving not the things of God. So we got that new song coming. And he said, boy, listen. And they sung it, as it were, before the throne and before the four beasts. Remember, we started the four beasts. And before the elders, that was the 24 elders, which is symbolic to all of the born again uh, that was up to the rapture time. Remember that I told you before that, that David took the, the priest of God and divided them into 24 different sections to serve. That's where we get that number 24 from. And so that represents the born again. And these ovens are those saved out of the tribulation time. And no man could learn the song but the 144 and 4,000 which were redeemed from the earth. He's the one representing those coming out of the tribulation period. The ones that have been killed there. Boy, they can learn the song. They knew the song there. So here we have, we have the Lord Jesus Christ on Mount Zion there. There's this vision starts the first part. Man, they had the 144,000 with him that had been redeemed there. We're still up in heaven, but the voice come down in heaven. God, that many waters, the Father's talking, the harps are going, and then the choir singing. The 144,000 are going to join in, aren't they? Which were there. Look at verse 4. These are they which are not defiled with women. For they were virgins. Now we're talking about the 144,000 God sealed. A little bit different. Now you, you remember this is where, this is where some of the teaching day. Well, see there, if you're going to be a preacher, you can't be married. No, that's not in your Bible. All right? But uh, Paul wasn't married. He said, I wish all men were like me, but that's not what God wants. All right? But these men are different. They've been set aside for a time. And just to go, boy, they're, 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 they have no distraction. Now remember, a prophet had a problem that was saved. 
uh, excuse me, that was married because he had, if he's going to do the work of God, he had to uh, leave his wife. All right? You find a lot of times God did use it that way, but most of the time they wouldn't. Uh, there were those that God had called apart separately. So these right here, though they did not know women, had not been filed with a woman, that doesn't mean wrong. All right? But they were, they were virgin. These are they which followed the Lamb. What? Where's that what? He's going. Oh, man, listen, I mean, uh, they've got a task. They're going to be in the hardest time there is. And I know you think today, preacher, it's hard. I expect what we go through is hard to witness today. No, it's going to be hard then. Remember, we're back at that time where if they don't have the mark of the beast, you don't work. Is that right? No medication. Oh, listen, and men can't buy anything. And so they're the ones God has called and brought them out, set them apart from everybody, and said, listen, you're going to preach the word. Now, understand, the preacher not like we are today. We're going to go back to we're going to go back to John the Baptist time. Behold, the kingdom of God's at hand. And boy, listen, when they said this time, they're going to mean it. Now he was talking about the Lord Jesus Christ individually. They're going to be talking about the Lord and talking about His kingdom. All this kingdom going to be here quick. Man, you got to make a decision now if you want to. And you still have to be born again. It's Old Testament time. Israel, again, going to start sitting back up there, all the old sacrifices they had before. Now remember, nothing wrong with the sacrifices. Well, why did they have them? Because they all was a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. We say it's only redemption. Why? Because they're a picture of our Lord. Dying on Calvary for our sin. Giving his life there. And so they're going to set this back up. They're going to serve again. They're going to, uh, the, the, these are going to be separated under God. They're going to keep the commandments of God and not being defiled. And listen, preaching the word of God, going out, God's going to use them. And they will follow the Lamb wherever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits under God and to the Lamb. Now we know this. When Jesus rose the dead, the Bible said he was the first what? First fruit of resurrection. But these are the ones that listen, this is the first group after all right, what happens? The Lord's going back to the eastern sky. What happens to the dead of Christ? They rise first. What about us who alive remain? We're caught up with them. Where does the Holy Spirit rest at? In us. Who's going to be going with us? Holy Spirit of God, there is no power. That's when the Antichrist is going to get most of his power and start taking over. But these are going to be sealed as in Old Testament time with the Word of God in the name of God. And then they're going to go out preaching the Word of God. And boy, listen, they're going to be completely different. I mean, it'll be like it was back in Old Testament time. The prophets desire. So they're going to come up and they're going to give out that word of God unto them, listen, uh, they're bearing, they'll be the first fruits saved of the Lamb. And now, continue on down. So we have it there. Uh, this is the privilege, the privilege of Father, the Lord Jesus Christ to have, and the scribe of being redeemed from among men. Now, look at verse 5. We close out this little part right here. And in their mouth was found no God, for they were without what? Thought. Underline that. Before the throne of God. Now you have to watch that because people tell you that want to change it around. Well, see there, these men were sinless. No, that's not what it's talking about at all. A little bit different. Guiltless is not sinless. Guiltless has to, has to do with one who uh, has nothing to hide. That's why the Bible says the preacher must be 
faultless. Or that doesn't mean sinless. It means there ought not be anything in the life that would draw attention to the, uh, against the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Now, I'll hold your place there just a minute, and let's go back to uh, to uh, Psalms 32. Psalms 32. A lot of difference between sinless and faultless. There's none sinless except the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 32, page 613, verse 1. Blessed is he Whose transgression is what? Forgiven, underline that. Whose sins are what? Covered, underline that. Blessed man to whom the Lord impute what? Not iniquity. And in whose spirit there is no? Now the sinless? No, they're forgiven. And they keep themselves. You know, if we confess our sins, he favors just child of God to forgive us of what? Our sins and cleanse us of what? All of righteousness. So we're talking about what with the Lord, where we're taking care of those things. All right. So the Bible use that term right there. Uh, not 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 guiltless, but the fact is that that they are. They have no. They have no nothing to hide. So the sins been confessed. They've been judged, and they are right with God in the presence of God. All right. And also you realize they're. They're from, the, they're from God the Father, and He gave them, uh, of course, uh, uh, to take the word out. All right. Saved by the blood of the Lamb, just like we are. No difference. The difference is, is we don't have the age of grace at this time that we have now. We still saved by grace, but it changed. See? It changed a little bit. You still saved by grace, but you don't have it. It's open now because you don't have the Holy Spirit of God and all the believers this time. It's going to be on those that God has called. That's going to bring them in there. Now, so we have, the, we have that, part, that first part of it as the Lamb on Mount Zion. Now, let's come to the second section uh, 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 of, of the vision. is the everlasting, uh, of course, gospel. And as it's recorded in verse 67. Leave verse 6. I saw another angel fly into the midst of heaven, having a heart. Everlasting gospel, didn't he? To preach unto them that dwell on the earth and every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Now, what, what do you think 144,000 are going to preach? The death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Job said, I know in the last days my Savior is going to stand. We know Isaiah 53 said he was killed. But he rose again. And so it's not going to change, but it's still going to have the gospel doesn't change. And so we need to realize that, you know, Paul said there's over Galatians, though we are an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which has been preached unto you, let him be a curse. That word means anathema. It means, man, you need to back out and let him fall into hell. Because there is no other gospel. Later on it says there's no other gospel except this. Jesus Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. He was buried and rose again the third day according to the scripture. There's no other gospel. There's only one gospel. It doesn't change. It's the same gospel that you're going to have with Adam and Eve. And God said, listen, woman's going to have my son. And listen, he'll bruise old Satan's head and he'll bruise his heel. we find it all through there. All right? And so he's still saved. Abraham was saved by faith through grace. Abraham believed God never imputed him for 
righteousness. All right? And it doesn't change. So they're going to be given the same gospel. It's an everlasting gospel. And so remember that we're not there. And so these are all one. And uh, again, uh, they're going to, to the Jews, the, the, these Jewish people are going to be sent out to gospel every place. What the nation of Israel was supposed to do in the very beginning when God called them out and made a killer of them, they're supposed to be a witness to how many people? Everybody. Everybody. It's a boy here again now. He said, listen, they're going, I'm going to send them out to all people. Now, come on down verse 7. Saying with a loud voice. Now, this is what the preacher is with the everlasting gospel. With a loud voice, uh, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come and worship him that have made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountain of water. Boy, listen, he said, listen, God giving the guilt is coming in, that guilt through the, through the message coming in uh, to all nations to convict them and that uh, given an opportunity to be saved. Kind of hard, kind of hard even in the world today to condemn God. Well, I don't know why the people are lost. They're lost because they didn't believe. Well, they didn't have the word. Everybody had the word one time or another. We had an Africa before we even had America. We had an Asia before we even had a Europe. We had through Europe. Man, it, I mean, it's, it's, it went out to the whole world, what our Bible said, and it same thing that it does again, brings it out again. And boy, listen, uh, they won't come to him and recognize him as the Son of God, as the Lamb of God, that made full payment of their sin, won't give homage unto him, will not uh, love him indeed as they ought to. So uh, we still have it as we do today. If you don't open up the heart and receive him as Lord and Savior, repent of the sins, they're lost. I don't care how many times they go to church, what else to do? It will not change because why? It's the same gospel. The same gospel. Still had to be, you still must be born again. That message never does change. No matter what happens in, in, in this whole world, it doesn't change. It's the same. Now we come to the third section. Here the visit, uh, uh, deal with the message from heaven a little bit and we get over into, into verse 8. Preacher, we're moving right along. Well, I know it, we're moving we're moving with the little same thing here. Most of it comes right back behind each other. And they followed another, and then there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her, her fortification. Now here it comes back again. Babylon, of course, is uh, we're going, you're going to learn a lot more about it. And I don't say a whole lot here because chapter 17 and 18 did a lot more about it. But as Babylon of old, Babylon of old is where all of the false idolatry started from. And then this is the new Babylon, which is going to be spiritual wise. Remember, we're going, to, we're, we're going to be taken out of here. We've already had it many years ago when you had the National Council of Churches started. And began to change the doctrine of God. And a lot of those that had, uh, uh, after the Reformation, a lot of those that had come out from that old teaching and got under the Word of God, now it's going right back in. They're changing back in, they're leaving out the Word of God. Church I used to go to when I was young, everyone was with my aunt and them, have, have removed every song in their book that has the blood of Christ in it. changing those things. And so now we're going to end up with those coming back in to a one world church. Remember, she's called the great whore. 
the Antichrist will ride on her. He'll destroy her later on. So we're going to have that now. This year, and they're going to consume men. And men and women are going to be part of it thinking they're all right. Man, this is it, man. We're, I mean, you know, we're, we're part of the church. That's why my Bible says the church at Rome, the church at Galatia, the church at Ephesia. God said the local, local church. It's what we believe in, that God gives each one of uh, 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 as a body of Christ. So here, boy, so they come in and have this church here, and it's false religion built on it. It's the time to end. Boy, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Then you're going to break it into pieces completely. Look over down a little bit more with me there. Verse 9. We're still staying with this same one. And the third angel followed and said with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall what? Verse 10. Drank of the wine of the wrath of God which is poured out without mixture into the cups of the indignation and shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Boy, listen now. He gives a warning. The message of God doesn't change a little bit. He said, listen, you reject the Lord Jesus Christ, you reject the word of God, and boy, listen, you're going to be guilty of him. Guilty of that blood is not going to change. And if you worship the image of the beast, and stay with him. Listen, he said, uh, then you're going to drink the wrath of God. Now, most of this that we're studying on, okay, all those, all this worldwide is centered on Israel. Why on Israel? Because they rejected the Messiah. He came to his own, his own received him not. Is that what it said? But many received him to them and gave you power to become the son of God. And then finally, God just turned it back. He sent them out and scattered them out, didn't he? Turned it back on them and turned towards the Gentiles to get the message out. We got, we got missionaries to the Jews of New York, the Jews of the city. We have supported the First Baptist Church of Bethlehem in the land of Palestine, trying to reach the people. Because he told the disciples to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles. You know, you can't forget that. God will not bless you. You don't know that. And so here he is, boy. He said, listen, they're going to drink that wine. It's going to come there. Come on down to verse 11. And the smoke of their torment ascend up for how long? They have no rest. Day or night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Oh, he said, listen here, they refuse the Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to be tormented. Why? Not because God didn't love them, because they refused to believe on the name of the Son of God. See, we lose that so many times, and, and yet look at it. All right? So here, here again, boy, listen. Understand. We preach the gospel. And people say, well, you know, I'm not sure about it, so I, nah, I don't be saved today. But to be saved at this time here is going to take tremendous courage. Because we said before, you can't work, you don't get food, you don't get medicine until you receive the mark of the beast. Everybody has to be profiled. 
all right? Become one. You have one world religion, one world system going in. And if you refuse it, boy, you talk about courage. It's going to be hard, hard that time right there. Let's finish this up a little bit, getting on down a little bit more. Look at verse 12. Now here's the patience of the saints. Here are they that, what? They have the commandments of God. In the faith of what? Jesus. Now again, I'm saying, well, what, what, what do you mean? I, again, they're saved by, by, the, by the blood of the lambs, hadn't changed, but, oh, but we're going back to Old Testament preaching. And even with their, even with their, 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 their worship, there still be a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ as it was with the tabernacle. Boy, this, that, that whole tabernacle about the Lord Jesus Christ. I thought everything is pitching about him. The holy of holies, the, the holy place, the, the altar, the lather that washed the blood off when you went in. Listen, all that is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. It always opened to the east. That's where the Lord's coming. And when you put the stage up, it left three little openings there as the curtain was divided there. Oh, even in the color scheme and everything in there. And so again, everything's pointing back to him as it will be there. So these, these are those that are, uh, that are saved. The Jewish, the Jewish converts that are saved at that time there. And boy, they're the one. You see the Lord Jesus Christ is their, their Savior. It's all by grace plus faith. He will come again. Boy, you come in power this time here. So they, they bring forth. Listen, they're the ones going to bring forth the fruit of righteousness. Lost men can't do it. Let's close out this little section, verse 13. I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, what did it say? Right. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord for henceforth. Yea, say the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works, what? Follow them. Why? They're part of the vine. They have the good works. All right? Lord, you know, you have people doing everything they can to appease God, but God doesn't recognize it because it's not by faith. Without faith, it's what? Impossible to please God. So these still responding. Same thing about us, boy. And so you have those that have the right fruit and those that don't have the right fruit, and so here they come down. Now the fifth part of the vision, they have a harvest here. That's kind of Solomon there because it, 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 it records what's going on in these verses here, verses 14 through 16. Now, look, behold, a white cloud. Upon the cloud once set light unto the Son of Man, having in his hand a golden, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand, what did he have? Short sickle. All right? Now, we think about the sickle, we think about Russia, old Russia, don't we? And that's what they always had. They had the hammer and the sickle there, boy, always their, their, their symbol. But here he is. Now he's the one here. Uh, he's got that the sickle in, in, in his hand at this time here. So here he comes. And so our Lord here, he's speaking from heaven about this time here. And it's time for the harvest. We've heard him talk, talk again many times about the harvest. Harvest, listen, harvest, listen, the field right in the harvest. Is that what he said? All right, and pray, pray the Lord to harvest and the workers out. So we find it all through the Bible where he talks about those, those in there. Now, here he's dealing with those that are raiment that saved, those that are lost. Hey, verse 16, him that stood on the cloud, thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was ripened. All this, and it was ready. He ready to cut it down, ready, ready to cut that, ready to cut that wheat down. 
at this time here. So he comes in. Brother judgment is coming, and all judgment is committed into the sun. We find over in Matthew 25 where he talks about the judgment of the nations. So here he is. Now, another angel came out. Again, so now we have him in there with the harvest coming in. And now, now, we get, now we get him coming in with the vine. Now, and another angel come out into the temple, which is heaven. He also had a sharp sickle. So I got two, hadn't I? I got one on the cloud there, likening unto who? The Son of Man. And he got a sickle. Now I've got another angel come out, and he has a sickle also. All right? And so another angel uh, has come out of the temple, which is in heaven. He also had a sickle. Another angel come out from the, uh, from the altar, which had power over fire, and cried with a loud, uh, cried with a loud, uh, excuse me, and cried with a loud cry, to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle and gather the cluster of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are what? Fully ripe. Trying to come in and get it, boy. He said, Listen, I want you to reach right down there and go in there and get it, boy. So the raiment's gathered up to, uh, separated to the Lord, and so the rest of it's going to be given up unto judgment. This is called Jacob's trouble in Old Testament time. What happened, verse 19? The angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great wine press of the wrath of God. Now we come down a little bit now. And so finally he cast in and, and gathered up the cluster right there. Now we come down to the last part here. To the wine press. Pressed in there. So here we have the wine press. They're going to be, look what happens to him. They're going to be thrown to the wine press. Is that right? The angel thrust it into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it to the wine press of the wrath of God. This is the wrath of God on those that doesn't know the Lord. And the wine press was trotted without the city. Not a line without the city. What a why out the city? What was our Lord crucified? Outside the city. Out through the eastern gate, upon a little hill we call Golgotha, a little place flat up there called Calvary. And boy, he, there he made full paper our sin. Boy, these that have refused him, he said, boy, listen, there, there'll, be, there'll be wine pressed outside the city. And the blood came out of the wine press even to the horse's bridle by the, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlong. Boy, so finally we see at the end of it. Preacher wine. Why are these Israelites? Because they, they didn't re, they refused the Lord. Oh, no, no, no. They wouldn't there. I thought when Paul said, what had this man done? I thought I read where they said, let his blood be on us and on our children. Don't you know God said in heaven, thou hast spoken. Guilty. Anybody that's not born again is guilty of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. They've rejected that. Boy, listen, what a terrible time we're getting to, boy. Now, we're in heaven. We're, we're, we're the 24 up there, right? And the beasts are up there. And then those that died during tribulation are there. And boy, listen, all of us on the earth comes that great tribulation. That great battle comes. We know that battle of Armageddon where that blood runs all the way down through that valley, doesn't it? Remember, we always talk about that great army coming in. Then God's going to destroy it with that sword that comes out of his mouth. Which the Bible says the word of God is like a two-edged sword. Cuts going in, cuts coming out, doesn't it? 
And so here again is what he's talking about. So boy, finally brings it down. Let the blood be on our hand, on him. So here he comes back to the place where he died. Was buried, rose again, and promised to come back. Makes you close. Little vision. Kind of all putting that together. But we get a little vision of that horrible time. That ought to mope me and you too. Even with this virus going on, boy, I, I, need, I need to get the word out more. I need to make sure our missionaries got what they need. And I know a lot of them right now, uh, government over there won't let them out. They had to obey the government there. But man, still got to give out the word of God. Still, still get your tracks, pass your tracks out. Still leave them someplace, give it to somebody. You know, uh, try, try to help them. You know, if you get off to them, you know, as bad as this is, as bad as this is, this can compare to dying without Christ. We're talking about the multitudes that died. How many things are going to die at this time? Boy, hey, remember we'll have it pretty soon. This is getting close to what? Soon as always, what? Matthew 25, you might want to read it later, is the judgment of the nations. And his second coming there, and all that army had been destroyed, and that blood had run out there. And man, you know, remember how Germany was? They could not burn the bodies of the Jews quick enough. The remains are still there at the time the allies come in. He said, you'll judge, put all the nations together. That's the judge of the nation. A lot of people think, well, that's the end of time. That's when you find out you saved the Lord now. The man has the body we pray the Lord, we're already in heaven. And he's going to separate them as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And the goats, he's going to send them into everlasting punishment. Put the trauma in it. Day and night, forever and ever. Why? Because they don't love them? No, because their name's not written down in the back of life. We know that. It doesn't change. And this is not what the great white throne judgment. It's judgment of the nations. Those they send over here still got to come out for judgment. But the sheep, he said, go into the kingdom prepared for you before the foundation of the earth. Need to make sure. Need to make sure we're saved again. Preacher, I done told you. I know you have. Be sure you're saved. And then let's, let's do our best. Do our best trying to get the gospel out to people that they might be saved so they have the opportunity to receive him. Be horrible, you know, because finally, finally later on we get to it when that great white throne judgment comes up here, we're going to be there with the cloud of witnesses. And he said, he told Ezekiel, if you see the sword coming and you don't blow the trumpet to warn, they'll be telling their iniquities, but their blood will I require as the watchman's hand. I'm pretty sure there's going to be people that day that we all know, they didn't tell me. He didn't tell me. Because, you know, whether we like it or not, after this is over with, the great white throne judgment comes through. I don't know how long it's going to take because there won't be no time. Time started with the creation of, of the earth. It'll end one day at the end of it. This is the end of it. He set a seal on that. Then I, Bob, said, we saw a new heaven, new earth, and a holy city. And then God wiped away what? All tears from my eyes. Let's pray. If head bowed no eyes closed. Every head bowed and eye closed. What you need tonight?
Make sure again, I know we're hard for them, but make sure your family's saved. Do your best. Preacher, they won't get saved. Well, keep witnessing. Keep, keep trying to reach them. What a horrible time you ought to be at this time here. Thank God we don't go through it. But we shouldn't want anybody to go through it. I know our Lord didn't. That's why he died on Calvary. You know, some people tonight need to be saved. Let's bring their name for him tonight. Father, I pray you bless now this invitation time. Bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Every stand, whatever your need is tonight, let's stand right quick. We'll keep you along. You've been so patient with us tonight. Stand right quick, whatever your need might be. Make sure you're saved. Make sure your family's saved. I know they can tell you they are, but you stay after them.